and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Glowing Weak Point. It's like week 28 or something. We're really chugging along. I, as always, am your host, John, and with me, my co-host, Ronaldo Wombat Wombatson, or by his fake name, James. You're coming in with a lot of strong energy. I woke up an hour and 20 minutes ago, and, <laughs> you know. I woke up many, many hours ago. I've, I've. This is this is a, a day, a new me, a new John. He's eaten before the podcast that happens in the the like mid afternoon. <laughs> yeah. I so mean, uh, uh, yeah, apparently today it happens at noon. But go off. Also, <sighs> this is uh this is week twenty nine, not twenty eight. Last week was twenty eight. Okay. Well, whatever. Same thing. Um, hey, uh, Wombat, what's your glowing point of your week? That fumbled, right? Oh, well. Fumbled I could give like another a... take. I could give another take, but I know that you're not going to actually do the editing work to get rid of the first one, so we're just gonna leave it. Well, not now that you've talked so much. <laughs> um, uh, like, you know, sometimes I, sk- I skimp on the editing a little bit. I do, but mm-hmm. it does, it's not yeah. usually it's not usually in the first ten minutes. I usually listen to like the first segment of the episode at least, and then if I'm really tired, then I just add in transitions and move <laughs> along. <laughs> yeah, see, you listen to the first twenty minutes of the podcast and then ignore the rest of it. Yeah. Uh, no, please don't. Um, I just. My opinion is just that we hit our flow a bit better after the first segment. So, like, any real mess-ups happen in the first 20 or 30 minutes. And then after that point, we're we're usually... There's not usually so many, like, egregious pauses anymore. You know? Uh, Okay. Anyway. So, anyways, what's your, uh... What's the glowing point of your week? The glowing point of my week is that... I have been reading the second volume of So I'm a Spider, So What? And it's okay. it's a really good read. It's a really easy read. I breeze through the pages, and it makes me want to keep reading it. So I've even been reading it at home and not on my breaks at work, which is... Nice. Uh, that's how you know it's a good book to me, um, is if I read yeah. it at home. Uh, what about you, John? <laughs> what's, what's your... Well... My, my, the glowing point of my week has some shade to it, um, and we'll, we'll, we'll get into that immediately following it. Uh, the glowing point was that I got to take Hector on his first walk. He got to go for a walk and it it was great being able to walk him. Nice. So, so I had talked about this last week, and one of the things I was looking forward to, in that he was going to get his last shot, and that meant that we could, you know, do the thing. Because the previous week, he was supposed to get his last shot. So, they lied to me because they were supposed to, or they said that they had given him his last shot last week, and then it didn't happen, they gave him other shots, and I... You know, I understand. I understand how they made that mistake. But they told me this week was the week 
when I could come in and do it. And we went straight ahead, set up the appointment for, for this week. Great. I came in. They put me in the room. The nurse came in and said, this is embarrassing. Why are you here? <laughs> what? Uh, what, what do you what do you mean? Why am I here? I'm here to get the the last shots that y'all told me were today. Like, no, that's not until October seventh. It's like, well, that's a date I've never heard before in my life. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh, hmm, interesting. Whose ass did you pull that out of? Because it's new. That's news. October um, 7th. Yeah. Yeah. Super awesome. Um, but, you know, then I, I went ahead and asked them things like, is he at least far enough along that he can go on walks and stuff? And they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You could have taken him on walks before now. He just can't meet other dogs. Like, the doctor literally said you can't take him on walks. <laughs> but, okay. Okay. But to be fair, the person I'm talking to right now is not the same person who told me I can't take him on walks and also don't give your dog water. Um, so so I'm going to believe this person over the other person. So yeah. Uh, cool. There's, there's pluses and minuses. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But hey, hey um, you got to take your dog on a walk. I did, and I've been on multiple walks since, and I've probably walked three or four miles in the last couple days. <laughs> um, so, Wombat. Hey, John. What, mu- mu- what music have you been listening to recently? Oh, Jesus. Um, hey, you, got a, you got a new album you're listening to? or I haven't listened to an album in so long. Um even though I have all these CDs and records in my room, like, recently I haven't been playing them. Okay. Most of the time when I listen to music, it's usually on my way home from work, and I just have, like, a Spotify playlist that I made. Uh, gotcha. Let's see. The one I've been listening to a lot recently is actually the uh, a country playlist that I put together. Oh. I mean, you are in Texas, so that makes sense. Yeah, so I've been listening to a lot of, like, George Strait and Hank Williams Jr. Okay. And Johnny so, Cash, so. Alan Jackson. Some good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> good stuff, not the, the bad. Yeah, some Clint There's a lot Black. Of bad I like country. Clint Black. I don't know that I've ever listened to Clint Black. He's got some fun songs. And a lot of okay. Toby Keith. I got a lot of Toby Keith in this playlist. Have you found a... Uh, a new artist or, or anything new you're listening to recently? Like new to the world? No, new to you. New to me. Um, no, not really. Okay. Unless, well, That's actually, surprising to me. Actually, it, um, I never really listened to John Denver before, but I've got some John Denver in this oh. playlist. Um, Man, I love John Denver. Yeah, John Denver is really good. Yeah, he is. And not just for uh, the obvious one. <laughs> oh, which one's the obvious one? I don't know. Uh, Aunt Annie's song. I don't have no, Annie's take me song home country in reds. Here. I, don't, I don't think I've listened to Annie's song. <laughs> take Me Home Country Reds oh, okay. is the obvious John Denver. Yeah. I thought you were being facetious. No, I have that one in here. Um, I also have 
Country Boy? Is that what it's called? Don't know. Well, I have Rocky Mountain High. Yeah, that's another. Thank God I'm a country boy. Thank God I'm a country boy. Is that what you're talking yep, about? that's the one. Yeah. That, that's my favorite. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I have been listening to, uh, Ska. <laughs> okay. Some, uh, some Mighty uh, Mighty Boston's? No, 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 no. I've been listening to Fire and Frenzy. It's a ska punk band uh, that started in 95, and then they they broke up in 2003, and then they came back in 2011. Well, I'm pretty sure every ska band broke up in 2003. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Very few of them have come back. And none of them have come back as well as Five Iron did. Um, so Fire Iron Frenzy is just an incredible band. They are so good. <laughs> They're just so good. And um, by Reese Roper is the uh, the lead singer. Although every single one of their the members is a uh, a a big name in the band. So. Okay. Jeff the So they're, Girl, they're one of those Dennis bands Cole. that, like, every member is important. Yeah. Yeah. They're, like, this, it isn't like uh, Taylor Swift, where you could change out literally anyone else but Taylor Swift. Well, like. I mean, <laughs> even going with bands that actually don't, like, like, pretend they don't have a central figure, like, um, The Wallflowers, right? The Wallflowers is really yeah. just Jacob Dylan. Because like or the, like the Beatles, like you can switch out the drummer for the Beatles as much as you. <laughs> you know what? I, I don't like that roast. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't even roast. like that as a joke. Ringo Starr is one of the like like most influential drummers of all time. <laughs> the Beatles would not be the Beatles without Ringo Starr. You know, uh, they were right to get rid of Pete Best. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. And, and it's amazing. I think he should have stick to dr- uh, stuck to drumming instead of his art. Yeah, I mean, like, he has, like, one good <laughs> solo song. But I, I meant, like, have you seen his art? Oh, his art art? Yes. I didn't know Ringo in... Starr did art. I'm going to have to Google Ringo nah. Starr art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it's done in, like, paint, so. Like, MS paint? Correct, MS Paint. Ringo Star Art. Anyways, um, Five Iron is a, oh, God. a band, and and yeah, Five Iron. Um, they they are a and and please don't take this the way that I, most people will. They're Christian ska, Christian punk. They're they're technically Christian, which is. M- more applicable back in the 90s when everyone in the band was a Christian. Well, back in the uh, 90s, in the though, band Christian now, rock didn't mean the same thing it did t- today. Yes. Or even in the 2000s. Because, yeah. like, um, Collective yeah. Soul is technically, like, a Christian band. Like, they're, the, they're yeah. the two main people are the two brothers, the sons of a preacher, and, like, the... You know, if you listen to Shine, like it's very obvious that they're a Christian band, yeah. but it does it doesn't like define them in the same way that it does. Yeah, other bands come the two thousands. Yeah, 
Uh, and the their Christian themes are they're they're from a uh, a social gospel point of view where they they talk about Christianity from the perspective of Jesus uh, who like say what you want about the Bible but what the Bible says Jesus did was pretty dope. Yeah, Jesus like, was like Jesus a radical according, socialist revolutionary. Yeah. <laughs> according according to the Bible, Jesus is a dope dude. <laughs> like that's say what why you want about a Christians. lot of people who like the Bible don't read it. Yes. And and this the what they what they sing is based off of actually like uh, I Jesus would rock out to their music. Um and Mostly what they sing about that has to do with Christianity is dealing with Christian hypocrisy and fundamentalism <laughs> and the uh, weird Christian American connection that doesn't that shouldn't exist. And um, and like and they they are they're really good at protest anthems. Like their their very first song on their very first album is "The Old West," and it's a song ripping into Americans for Manifest Destiny. Good. Like it's it's just the entire thing is just like, yeah, you you came in and you saw engines and you went and thought you'd kill them because that's how you get to Jesus. Like. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, if they don't that's... believe me, we'll put we'll put a bullet in their brains. Uh, <laughs> Shit, like, even if they do believe, up. they'll put a bullet in their brains. Correct. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they're they're based in Denver, and uh, they were still they were still doing it when Columbine happened, and so you know they knew people that went to, you know, like, that were going to school at Columbine at the shooting. Shit. And so they wrote a song, A New Hope, which is one of their most beautiful songs, just about going back to school after Columbine. Um, did they get know, Did the Fisher hall smell of gunpowder still? No. Yeah, what made the human mind dark enough to kill? Um... But they they released an album uh, January of this year, and I relatively recently got the actual CD for it. I, I had kickstarted it, so I got the the MP3s for it. But I I really like having a physical copy of of things, and especially with the ability to read the uh, lyrics and stuff while singing, you know, while listening and stuff. Yeah, and uh, the. They released Until This Shakes Apart, which was written last year, and never has a album more completely just been my outlook on life. Yeah? Like, like I listen to the whole thing, I'm like, this, this is the way I view things. This is, like... So the the second song in it, "Lonesome for Her Heroes," is about um, gentrification. <laughs> okay. And how it's shitty. Um. Uh. Number four is "Bullfight for an Empty Ring," um, which is all about uh, like 
the shittiness of uh, capitalism. Um, yeah, casting votes or wolves in the assembly casting votes for Jesus clothes. You know, that's a Fallout Boy title. <laughs> uh, well, no, that's 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 just one of the lines of lyrics. Okay. Um, oh, I thought that was the title uh, of the song. No. Oh, no, okay. Bullfight for an empty ring. Um, it's it it shouts out the free press as well. Um, Renegades is um. Are they the Renegades? It's all about folk? gun control. No, Re- Renegades is all about gun control. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. Tyrannus is uh. It's roasting the Confederacy. <laughs> uh, apparently, we need songs that do that still. Yeah. Stars and bars for empty pride still flying the same flag as the KKK. I, I really like how the song, like the the second verse, ends with uh, uh, your generals are dead and buried, lost to time, the cause they carried, the statues that they never earned, will bulldoze as your flags are burned. Damn. You know, people say we yeah. don't have we don't have uh, protest music anymore, but I guess you just have to listen to ska. Well, I mean, Ska is famous for protest anthems. Like, that's one of the defining features of Ska. I mean, sure, but Ska history. hasn't been relevant since the 90s, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. Sad, but true. And then uh, then there's the um, Wall Supplies Last, uh, which has a... I, it's sad because musically it works but you can't hear the lyrics because of it uh the the bridge before the final chorus um is just incredibly powerful words uh and it's it's the it it's just roasting christians for their hypocrisy especially during the con- uh, uh the covid pandemic so you said we all deserve this for not first forcing kids to pray while your party loots the earth and you tell us Jesus saves. You're ignoring half the gospel while wearing clothing made by slaves. You never rendered under Caesar. Now you fear the fever for fear the bottom dropping out of your stocks. You voted for the devil. Let that narcissist embezzle put the hen house in the mouth of the fox. You know, like one of my favorite, um, things is like like the how the uh the christians are always like demanding that they be able to pray in schools and shit but <laughs> yeah but they forget that in this country we have like freedom of, of religion right so if you allowed one religion yeah. to uh pray in school then um people who worship islam could pray in school yeah. um well, and here's the could thing pray is in that school. that is that is true like and and it is still true now you can pray in school you yeah you, you can individually choose to can pray, in, pray school. in school yes and muslims do choose to pray in school they do when it is their time in public schools they're given the opportunity to go and pray yeah because they have like certain times of day they're supposed to go outside and like face mecca yeah. right yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Medina is in the same direction, so I don't remember which one it is, but they're both. Yeah, but they they like face <laughs> uh, face that direction and pray like yeah. like at certain times of day, right? Yes. Yeah, and not allowing them so, to do that would be suppression of religion. 
Yeah. However, uh, not requiring everyone to pray to a religion they don't necessarily believe in is <laughs> not suppression. Although, I would argue that we already do that anyway with the Pledge of Allegiance, considering for some reason our pledge says under God. Yeah, well, we added that to it. The same time we added, um, in God we trust to our currency. Also, maybe we shouldn't pledge allegiance to anything. Yeah. Maybe it's bad. Yeah, I, I like, I like how I was, I was listening to, uh, some Canadians, uh, talking about things the other day, Canadian Americans now, um, and they were being asked by other Americans, like, do y'all have a pledge of allegiance? Like, no, no, but <laughs> I guess we, they do sing the anthem before school every day. I mean, that's, that's jingoistic so, too, but I, I would say yeah. not to the same extent, because with the pledge, yeah. you're literally saying, I pledge allegiance to the flag. Yeah. Like, that's fucked up. It's so fucked up. And we force kids to do that starting at like five so that they don't question it ever. You know? Yeah. By the time they're old enough to question, it's it's just like something they do so they don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's really fucked up. All right. Well, that was that was our mini segment. Um, oh, is this the new segment you were music? talking about? Yeah. At, we asking. I mean, we've been doing it. New music? New media. New media, media, dude. New media. Did you buy anything? Did you watch anything? Did you listen to anything? Oh, I see. Yeah. I didn't catch on to that at all. Well, clearly. Anyway, John, hey, you got um, a lot of games what, this what, week. What do you what do you I, played? I, I do. I do. I was about to ask you to go, and then I looked at my list, and it's a it's a lot longer. Actually, I'm going to ask you about the um, specific one. Um, down at the bottom of your list, you have one of my favorite games ever, uh, Final Fantasy Legend Two. Uh, what did you What did you think about the video game that got me into video games? Mm, it explains a lot. <laughs> uh, uh, Final Fantasy Legend Two is okay. So Final Fantasy Legend 2 is a uh, Saga 2. It's the it's the second Saga game Correct. with the uh, Final Fantasy name slapped on it so it would sell better over in the states. Correct. Um <laughs> which means it doesn't play like a Final Fantasy game in any way. It well at all. It kind of plays no, it... similar to Final Fantasy 2 a little bit. Mm. In that you do thing mm. like the things you do then raise your your stat in that I, I I mean, like, the battle system, I guess, but it's the same as every other early game like that, early RPG. Yeah. It's okay. It, it's just okay? It's just okay. Uh, what, how far did you get? Um, well, I had about 20 minutes to play it, so oh, I... You barely got, got out of the... the first uh, cave, and I got my first few magis. Yeah, you barely did anything. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I went through the first dungeon. With Mr. S? And then Mr. S left? No, no. Oh, post-Mr. No, yeah, no, S? That, that doesn't... Yeah. 
Oh, the one you have to yeah, find I'm... by, like, walking three paces and then four paces from the rock? Yeah. Okay, yeah. you went through all of that? Yeah. Yeah, alright. I mean, I, I have played it before, so I, I knew where to go. Right. Um, and I, I skipped all the bullshit. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's okay. The game uh, is okay. I love, I love that game so much. When I was in fifth grade, I traded 500 Pokemon cards for a copy of Final Fantasy Legend 2, and I played the shit out of it. Wow. I still have Man, that copy of that it, would too, be even though it doesn't work anymore. so much more now. <laughs> uh, you could probably put in the, um, uh... Oh, no, it, it's... A new battery. No, it's, um, the parts inside it are loose. Like, you can hear them moving around. Oh. Yeah. I mean, that's still fixable. Yeah, it is. But, I'm just, yeah. I'm just not used to that. Like, I'm gonna, you know... I'm going to have to start teaching myself how to do things, and that's one of the things that's going to get onto the list of things I need to learn. Uh, yeah, being able to take care of old electronics is important if you like old electronics. Like, like, I, like I'm for, forming for me, a list I of use, things to learn. I, I use my N64 controller far more than I should, and uh, so uh, I take it apart and put it back together and, and clean it out. Mm. right because you got to if you're gonna use these old technologies long long after they're you know supposed to be yeah used. all right well let's let's just go down the easy ones then uh i also played lion king it is one of the worst platforming games of all time is that for the it's uh so NES? bad no for the game boy Oh, oof. Um, the Game Boy port of yeah. the SNES game. Yes, it is trash. <laughs> I think the I think the SNES it's... version is also pretty bad, as I recall. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, they're they're very very similar. the The main difference is that the SNES one has color, um, right? And the Game Boy version better is sprites. black and white and un unlookable at. Yes. <laughs> um. I, this is, I didn't, uh, I've, I've never had Final Fantasy Legend 2, unlike you, but I do still have the cartridge for Lion King, and I, it's, I wish I didn't. You wish you didn't? Like, I have gotten through the first level twice in my life. I have never gotten through the second level. Damn. It's that it's stupid. It's that bad for the, you. Huh? And the controls are so bad too. <laughs> okay. It's just so bad. And then uh Super Mario Land, which I grew up playing, and it's a Mario game. It's it's, it's just it's a normal Mario. Mario game. Is like it's got some changes. Like there's you know, there's there's they're technically not Goombas, but they're Goombas. Um the 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 Koopas that aren't Koopas, instead of dropping shells, when you jump on their heads, they turn into a bomb and explode after a moment. So, there's just weird things like that. Um, oh, yeah, the the Fire Flower doesn't do, like, Fire Flower normal things, where, like, it, it bounces along the ground. Uh, you throw it down at a 45-degree angle, and then it just... It, bounces and then goes up to infinity oh. unless there's a 
uh, ceiling, in which case it bounces off of that. But yeah, you throw like, I think it's called Super Ball or something. And yeah, you throw a ball instead of a fire. Okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's it's just a different Is that the one that different uh, game. Wario is in too? That's the second one. That's the second one. So the second yeah, one Super like Mario introduced to Mario or Wario? Correct. Okay. We can talk about that later this uh because uh, I'll be playing that in a couple weeks, I think. Alright. Alright, tell me about uh, Tales of Arise. Uh, Anything new to add? I barely played it this week. I'm at a point in the game where... Um, so, you know, every RPG at some point likes to take away your powers and like make you uh, weaker a little bit, right? Yeah, And it's, like, super obvious sometimes that you're going to get those powers back because um, maybe you've been putting skill points into things that make that power stronger, right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it, yeah, that happened. Um, uh, one of the party members was kidnapped. Um, of course, it was the main healer, so fuck that. Uh, and also, like, her power is what gives the main character Alfin, um, the ability to use the blazing sword, which is his like big gimmick. Um, yeah. So for a while you didn't have the blazing sword. Couldn't do that. Just made him a pain to play as. Um, and then I got far enough through the game that she rejoined and I got the blazing sword back and my healer back. And, uh, then I stopped the game. Yay. And I've been um, ignoring it all week because like uh, it's also at the point where um the fact that they've lowered the amount of SP you get is really um obvious. Like like so mm-hmm. rarely do I get to buy a new skill. It it it's it's really um bad. It's really bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's making me want to play other Tales games instead, you know? And I've never felt that way playing a Tales game where it's like, man, I hate this one. I wish I could, I wish I had a PS3 so I could just boot up Zillia instead. But I, yeah. I wish I had a PS3 so I could boot up Zillia instead. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I haven't talked about Destiny in a while, so I guess I'll, I'll talk about Destiny a little. Um jumped into to play and everything was bugged <laughs> everything everything was bugged um so to play the story you have to go and do an astral alignment and it's this relatively simple uh, there's nothing special about it it's just there because they have to have a uh, a multiplayer uh, match made uh, seasonal activity right um and uh so you, you've got to go do that once and then you've got to go into the shattered realm which is the actually cool thing where you know there's there's secrets and and hidden paths and stuff and it's exploring and, and it's actually enjoyable and fun um so uh went and did my astral alignment and then I was trying to go to the Shattered Realm, except I couldn't because it hadn't counted. 
Um, <laughs> at all. Okay. So I was like, all right, cool. I guess I'll do it again. Uh, meanwhile, I'm trying to get weekly challenges out of the way. Um, they're just a, an extra source of XP and... Uh, certain ones you have to do to level up your, like, devices, your seasonal device. Right. Uh, so one of, one of the ones I was doing required you to kill taken enemies with bows. And so I went in and I killed a ton of taken with bows and, uh, it didn't count for anything. I had zero at the end of it. What? So I was like, well, maybe it's just, maybe it's just bugged for that entire occasion so i i went back in and i did it again and i accidentally shot a scorn with a bow and a, a scorn enemy and they counted so oh they just wrote taken instead of scorn so i went in and i killed everything with all the scorn with the bow and it worked wow and then on on my second run through of astral alignment, it also worked, so I was able to move on and do the other thing. That's really bad. Um, That's really bad. Yeah, it's 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 not stellar. Um, second of all, I've gotten uh, the the new story exotic Agger's scepter. It's a trace rifle, which it's a laser beam. You shoot a laser. Okay. Um, and this one is a stasis laser, so. Final blows freeze things. It's like you kill something and then everything nearby the thing you killed gets frozen. Well, they added a um, catalyst for it, which uh, catalysts for exotics do two things. The most important thing it does is once you complete it, it allows you to uh, make orbs of power with that. So orbs of power are a faster way of getting your super. Or your ultimate, or whatever. Right. So, being able to make the orbs of power, super useful. Uh, the second thing it does is, um, it usually changes the weapon in a meaningful and positive way. Uh, <laughs> yes, I say that's the second thing, because orbs of power are really freaking important. <laughs> um, but like, for, for example, uh, there's a, a bow called Trinity Ghoul, and... Uh, it shoots three arrows, so it's really, really cool. Um, but when you get a precision kill with it, it makes it so that the next shot uh, does, like, chaining electric damage. That's pretty cool. Right. It's it really cool. helpful. The, the catalyst makes it so that uh, after any electric final kill, not precision with this bow, after any electric final kill the bow does a um a chain lightning on the next shot which means you can just chain lightning and the chain lightning will kill something and that is an electric final blow which gives you the ability to do it again makes the weapon broken as heck in such a good way <laughs> um and the uh, the agger scepter catalyst does Something similarly broken in that it's it's the first weapon to actually use an ability bar in addition to the weapon. So you can you can switch firing modes when your super is full. And then it uses the super bar to overload the laser and do just buckets of damage. 
I like buckets of damage. I like buckets of damage too. And you can just cut it off at any point and keep the remaining super or um you know whatever ammo and stuff so it's it's pretty cool but i got the catalyst one of the ways of of finishing the catalyst because you've got to you've got to um finish the requirements on the catalyst to actually equip it um you can either defeat a thousand targets that's gonna take a while uh because it's with the weapon or uh, this season only, inside the Shattered Realm, there's these glowy walls, and Agar Scepter is the only way of breaking them. And so, breaking the walls gives additional progress to the Catalyst, and it's like 10% or something. So, I mean, break one wall, get 100%, or like 10% of the things, 100 kills worth? Yes. It, it didn't. Oh. Why is everything messed yeah. up? I don't know. And, and, um, we were supposed to be getting, uh, the new stasis mods for armor, and I have been waiting since the season began to get one of them. Uh huh. Because it just, it's gonna completely change the way I play, and it hasn't been offered at all. Wow. And so, finally, this week, they made it. They, they put it in. Okay. Have you gotten one? Uh, so, I've gotten it. I've gotten the one I need. I don't care about the rest. Okay. It it makes my build perfect. I'm so happy with it. Um, but uh, then there was another one that we were should have been able to buy this week, except for another one of those weekly challenges, like the, the Taken Scorn one, uh, was bugged because it required you to... Um, shoot the the fancy walls in the shattered realm with Agar Scepter, and uh, you you needed to shoot three of them. And so I went in and I shot three of them, and it didn't do anything. So fortunately, they auto completed it for everyone because it was broken. So that's nice. <laughs> but there there are just a lot of issues right now, and I don't understand why. I mean, probably because they rushed this out the door and didn't uh, quality check it at all. Yeah. Yeah, QA at Destiny's always been uh, lacking. Hit and miss. I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call y'all out on it. Lacking. La- okay. <laughs> Not even hit and miss, just lacking across just, the board. Just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, usually a new season comes out and we run around and we find all the holes that we can get out of bounds through. Like, and they're, they're obvious holes. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Whew. Like, you can you can skip encounters in, in one of the raids. Oh, not anymore, because they finally fixed it a month after we found it. Um, yeah, there was a raid encounter. You could just skip and move on to the next one because you could go out of bounds and just walk past the closed door. <laughs> yeah. Now, it's fun to do. Going, I, I think there should be ways of going out of bounds. It should just be harder to find and less easy to break the game. Yeah, that- Like, you should put up triggers so that you actually have to do this stuff. But... Yeah. That sounded like one of the bugs for like Uncharted that speedrunners use to just skip whole sections of the game. 
Yeah, and that's cool. But, I mean, this was really easy to do. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't have to go out of your way in any way. No. (laughs) But, uh, honestly, I'm, I'm still enjoying the game. Uh, I had fun screwing around. I wish that it had worked when it was supposed to, of course. Right. But, you know. And that you had wasted so much time fighting the Taken instead of the Scorn. Yeah. Yeah. And that it had worked the first time. Right. Uh, which of the remaining two is the one you don't want to talk about the most? Uh, neither? I like both of them. Okay, you said there was one you were really, really excited to talk about, um, so let's talk about the other one. Okay, so the other one. So Dreamscaper is yeah. a game that, uh, I mean, both of these games came out this week. Um, okay. Yeah, so Dreamscaper is a roguelite. It's, it, you play as a woman named Cassidy who lives in a, a big city called Red Haven, I think. Um, and every night when she goes to sleep, she has nightmares of her like me- of her childhood um okay and, and you have to you fight through waves of enemies as she like deals with her personal demons and stuff uh and, and then when you wake up you uh, explore the city you make friends with people you uh you give them gifts this is also like where like you can go to different places and like meditate or daydream or sketch because she's like an artist um and that okay. that gives you like um the sketching gives you new uh things to find like kind of dead cell style in the uh in the nightmares okay. uh, the um, and then meditation and daydreaming give you like permanent boosts to your stuff okay yeah meditation gives you permanent like um stat boosts or like more time on a parry window or more time on a perfect attack window and stuff like that and daydreaming like unlocks new rooms inside the the nightmares and stuff that that's kind of the difference between Mm -hmm. the two okay um it's a very difficult game and i'm not good at it (laughs) uh if if the game throws more than one enemy at me which it usually does i have a difficult time keeping up with where i'm attacking when i need to be blocking i keep forgetting that i have a ranged attack like at all or the magic abilities like (laughs) um it's a game that's going to for me require a lot of like practice to get any good at um, I can usually yeah. beat the first area of the game pretty easily called the uh, the departure, like the first level of the game. But I die yeah. pretty early almost every time I get to the second area. Um, the, the jump is just that wide between the two. Okay. I've made it to the second area's boss once. And, and died. I, I, I didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas um, the first time I made it to the first area's boss, well, first of all, I made it to the first area's boss on the second run ever, and I beat it that time. Nice. I have never lost to that boss. Um, if I make it to that boss, I win. Uh, 
so like I feel like there is a a giant difficulty spike between the two areas also because of that. Yeah. Um and and I feel like it's it's really just that I need to get better about using my shield. I need to get better about remembering that I have these magic attacks and this ranged attack. Um feel like that's it okay yeah it's a really fun game cool. and if you're really good at uh if you're if you're like a master at hades this is very like similar to hades uh people who like hades would like this game okay cool yeah uh so i played um 2064 read only memories i have not heard of this and one. it is it is an old school point and click game uh, adventure game. Oh. But it's... It's modern storytelling. Um, what does that mean? It's 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 updated for a new age. Um, so, like, the, the story is better. And it's also uh, voice acted. Oh, uh, you know what? I played by, a game, like, like a modern adventure game, a while back, too, called uh, Unavowed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It also had like voice acting and stuff. But this this has like a uh, Sung Won Cho, uh, Pro ZD. Uh, it's got Austin Creed from WWE, Jim Sterling from Jimquisition, uh, some people from Oxenfree and The Walking Dead as voice actors for it. Okay. And that it's it's very well done. Um, and it's you know it's clever, it's funny, like games that are mostly writing have to be <laughs> but it, it it was pretty fun it's it's a um it is a near future but it seems pretty distant for for us at least technologically it's at a point where um there's robots and um androids and and people uh genetically changing themselves to be furries because you absolutely know that's gonna happen right <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely know people are the, the furries are gonna do that as soon as as soon as you can genetically change yourself to look differently yeah the the furries are gonna jump on that um but yeah it was it was pretty fun fun little game um, I will say. Do you want me to like, finish mine up, or do yours? Uh, I, I was just gonna say, like as a as a little aside, I do think uh, Sterling prefers to go by uh, Steph at this point. Um, I did not know that. Yeah. I, I do not follow them at. Yeah, I, I figured I was just gonna put <laughs> it in there as like a. Um, I'm. Uh, they they came out as non-binary like last year, and I, I think they prefer to go by Steph at this point james stephanie sterling yeah okay um i can talk about my game sure uh getting the car loser is a game that released this week for free um it's a jrpg ish kind of game it's a uh, it's super gay um it's very colorful <laughs> it's terminally online um, the di the dialogue is usually pretty good, but then sometimes they say stuff and you're like, oh my god, uh, shut up. 
<laughs> but uh, it, it's really fun. Um, the way you like level up is that like you have items that your characters equip, and you can boost those items. And then once you've boosted the items far enough, you can buy the next level of items and then boost those up. And each item gives like different okay. skills um, to the characters. Uh, and, okay. and each character has um, two different things that they specialize in. Um, so uh, there's one character who has the Sword of Fate. She is not the main character, um, but she would be in of any course. other game. Yeah. Uh, and, and the Sword of Fate staggers enemies, right? And, and, okay. and then um, Angela, who is an angel, haha. Uh, and Sam, who is the actual main character, ha- have the ability to Ravage, which kind of, like, extends the stagger by a lot while dealing a small amount of damage. Um, yeah. And then um, Grace, who has the Sword of Fate, has the ability to use Destruction skills, which are, like, attack skills, but way stronger. Um and then Valentine and Angela can both use attack skills. Um, Valentine has the ability to use tank skills to like like make the enemy focus on them a bit more. And some of them are even like attacks. I, uh, for a while, I had an ability called Taunt Attack, um, which is pretty cool. My current rank doesn't seem to have avail- the availability of that, but. A little sad there. And then Sam yeah. has the ability to use um, support skills. So that's mostly like temporary heals, which are heals that last that battle. Like any damage that you take is taken until you like rest. Um, but you can temporarily mm-hmm. heal people for the battle and that, that counts as their HP. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, cool. It can get a little bit hectic sometimes. But all in all, the game is not too difficult. I did uh, throw myself at a way difficult a- a group of enemies for way too long earlier. Just because I wanted <laughs> to get it out of the way. Like, my characters are rank 6. If you fight something one rank above you, then you're usually taking double damage from them. Um, and I was throwing myself at a group of four enemies that were rank 8. And their gimmick, mm-hmm. was, like, this was a side quest uh, battle that I needed to do. Uh, their gimmick was that it was four of the healing enemies that constantly heal each other. So, it took forever awesome. to get through the first three, and then the last one went down super easy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um... All but it's, all, it's fun. Yeah, it's a really it's a really fun game. Um, like I said, they released it for free, but it also has like DLC available right now that you can buy if you want to support the game. Um, but the main game okay. itself is, is just free, which I really thought was a cool way of uh, going about it. Like um, yeah. you can enjoy the game and see how you like it, it just whenever, and if you want to support them, you can. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, tell me about Tonight We Riot. I've had my eye on this game for a while. I've, I keep meaning to play it, and then I forget to. It's pretty fun, and then it gets really hard. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, takes place at a, uh, a 
completely um, different world, a, a dystopia that couldn't possibly happen, where uh, wealthy capitalists control elections, media, and the lives of working people, and uh, you can either just ignore it, in which case you don't play the game, or you can fight for something better. Wow, I've never heard of a world um, like that. John, tell me yep. more about this world. Uh, well, um, basically, uh, you fight back against the police and SWAT and uh, rubber bullets and tear gas and then later mechs and robots and stuff and uh, armored vehicles. Wow. And drones. Yeah. But you get to throw bricks in in the faces of these people, so I like throwing bricks. And I, I really like the the part where like you throw a brick and then it like goes into their face, like it, like it the the way they do it, the animation, it just like, and there's there's these tiny little things, but like they they've got the um the the swap visor in front of their face, and then that gets replaced with the like, uh back quarter of the brick <laughs> and i wonder where the other three quarters went into their face um, you also yeah you could also throw molotovs and wrenches and and stuff like that okay you got a dog that helps you out but yeah like the first two or three levels fun easy uh the fourth and on really really difficult well, I mean, I imagine that's representative of what it's actually like to uh, protest state violence and shit. Um, Correct, but... Like, uh, initially, they'll let you go for a I'm little bit because they're like, ah, you need to have a release valve in order for the uh, masses to uh, get, blow off some steam about all the shit we're doing to them. But eventually you have to be like, okay, it's time to kill these pieces of shit because they're they're worthless cockroaches and we have all the money. Like that's level one is where I I was like it, it, it's like one one uh, through one four or five I don't remember how far I got uh, and then there's like level two and level three and level four so like I did not get very far at all okay and yeah it's it's tough um, and I think it it could do a little bit better with explaining how exactly you're supposed to beat the uh, armored um, rubber bullet shooting vehicles that uh, take out half your health in a single hit. Right. <laughs> but they don't. It's, it's hard. I no, mean, they don't. you know what? To be fair, that's real life. Uh, when you're first shot at with a rubber bullet, you don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah, but then uh, people learn how to deal with it, and you move past. Yeah, I mean, we saw that play out in real time yeah. last uh, last summer. Yep. God, I'm sad right. now. <laughs> Game facts. Game facts. We have a short little section today. Um, yep. About dust in Elysian Tale. 
which is uh, probably like one of the more famous indie games out there. Um, yeah, it, alongside like Super Meat Boy and Fez and yeah, yeah, it, it, it's kind of the uh, the the indie game that got me playing indie games. So that's why I brought it up for this week. Uh, Dust and Elysian Tale is a side-scrolling action RPG almost exclusively developed by Dean Dodrill, primarily for Xbox. Um, what do you mean by almost yep. exclusively? So, uh, he did have a team of five working with him on uh, script writing and um, helping with the, the voices and stuff. Right, I knew there were other um, voice actors. Yeah, so so scripting and, and a little bit of editing and stuff, uh, and vo- voice talent, so. But the, uh, the, the gameplay itself was, like, pre- entirely him, as I recall, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Dust takes place in a fictional world created by Dean and his wife Elizabeth, filled with anthropomorphic beasts and hand-painted wonder. The original impetus for the world is their traditionally animated feature film, Elysian Tale, which is currently, and quite possibly forever will be, in production. Yep. Yeah. It's It was in production before Dust, so... It, it will never see the light of day. Um, Correct. Considering Dust was I mean, released at like, the we're, we're start gonna... of the 2010s, I think. Maybe even before 2010. Uh, 2009 was the initial, um... Yeah, so it's been 12 years since the game came out. No, that's when his initial showing of it was. It came out in, like, 2012, I think. Oh, okay. Still nine years. Which is still nine years. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Although, you know what? Stranger things have happened. Um, the the devil is a part-timer got announced for a second season... And that shit came out in 2012, <laughs> or maybe 2013, yeah. one of those. It's been forever. I-, I had written it off. I mean, like, yeah, with, like, Railgun, um, <laughs> a certain scientific Railgun was uh, never going to come back. Right. But then it then it. But did. then it did. <laughs> um, but then also sometimes you hear, like, one. Haruhi Suzumiya will come back for another season, and you know what? It never does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I'm going to say we're never going to see Elysian Dale. Yeah. Especially with only two people working on yeah. it. Yeah. For an animated film, <laughs> that'll take your entire lives. Yeah. 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 A strong promoter of 2D game gaming and XNA, an unfortunately now defunct toolset for developing games for Windows and Xbox, Dean Dodrill handled the entirety of the programming, design, and art for the game. Uh, I've never heard of XNA. Oh, XNA is a wonderful little toolset. Uh, it stands for XNA is not acronymed. Um, and, uh... Fuck you. It was a... <laughs> hey, that's the actual acronym I know, for fuck it. them. <laughs> and fuck you for telling me. It's it's like PHP. Do, do you know about PHP? No. So, uh, PHP has had, uh... A couple of, um... 
uh, acronyms over the years, but uh, the current one is PHP Hypertext Processor. <laughs> oh, sorry, preprocessor. Oh, that's bad. Um, so yeah, PHP originally stood for P- personal homepage, and then uh, it got changed to something else, and now it's PHP Hypertext Preprocessor. So the uh, the PHP the P and PHP stands for PHP. Anyways, XNA <laughs> it was a free set of tools from Microsoft that uh, allowed you to develop video games. Okay. Uh, it worked on the .NET framework, which was also a free set of, um, you know, programming languages and, and uh, standardizations, and it just natively worked on Windows and Xbox. So you could just write a game and then immediately port it to both. I mean, it makes sense now why it's uh, defunct, because Microsoft only cares about making money, and for some reason they put this out for free. Actually, it made them a lot of money, because there were a lot of games made with it. Um, The reason it had to be shut down is is because they started focusing more on DirectX, and um, also with the change of the API in Windows to to the more Metro-style apps... They it, it wouldn't it was not um, compatible with that. Damn. So it it just wouldn't have worked with the new ecosystem. I see. Um, which but it, it made them lots of money, be, uh, especially helping them uh, versus PlayStation because PlayStation cost uh, four to six hundred dollars to get the tool set to make games. Huh. <laughs> okay. And Nintendo is. Right around there as Nintendo's well. Nintendo's Nintendo, you know. Yeah, Nintendo's notoriously difficult to make games for because they don't have a standardization at all. Why, why do you think it took so, until the Switch for them to really become like a third-party system? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. The Wii had a lot of third-party shit on it, but it was also mostly third-party shit. It was mostly shovelware. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the XNA was a a huge help for Xbox, and I'm I I miss it. It was a good system. Okay, I mean I'm sure you could still use it, right? Yeah. So once something like that, you got to understand programming languages. Uh, they don't stop being developed because they have to keep being developed. Right. They're otherwise they're they're left behind. I. See. So nobody is uh, building since, on since, it, so it's it's useless. Correct. I see. It's it's been very much left behind. Um, you can still sort of work on it. Um, it's like some people have have worked on F and A, which is a sort of backwards understanding and and redevelopment of it and there's also another program that can like be a wrapper for x mono game that's what it is uh mono game is sort of like xna um but not quite (laughs) i see it's just not the same it doesn't hit the same yeah. All right. It 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 would be it would be dumb to make a game nowadays using XNA. Okay. 
Uh, it took a little longer to make the game than expected, though, with what was intending to only be a three-month project taking three and a half years and almost missing its second release date on Xbox Live, the first having been a year prior. And even when it was released, it was released in what was, to him, like an unfinished state. Uh, yeah, I believe he worked on it for another year and finally considered it done. Uh, it, even then, that was like... So. Um, like, the game is just missing two-thirds of the story he wanted to put in there. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, just, it's just not there. Uh, and I don't know why he thought it would be a three-month project. I've never heard that before. <laughs> Um, the, yeah, the, the, several interviews. Yeah, the, I mean, it's a very well-made game. Um, and mm-hmm. you can tell just looking at it that it would be difficult to make, even for a team of people. Um, yeah, he didn't, cause, uh, he hadn't started programming until he programmed Dust. I see. He, he had not done programming before. Okay. So which, he didn't which know potentially what it... explains why three months. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that explains the uh, crippling under appreciation <laughs> for the difficulty of the task at hand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Dean grew up watching Chippendale Rescue Rangers and drawing characters similar to the Bat character Foxglove before eventually working on the Jazz Jackrabbit series at Epic Games. Yet another game featuring anthropomorphized animals, as Wikifur candidly points out. We here at Glowing Weak Point in no way are suggesting Dean is a furry. Definitely not. No way. You know, no. Dean can live his best life. Exactly. We're not going to speculate. As... Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to speculate that he's almost certainly a furry. Right. <laughs> there was a that was John's words by the, the or Archimedes' words. Yeah, yeah. I, I in um, no way take take a responsibility for that sentence. So there, there was a a interview with uh, Dean, um, and they were talking about what he thought about the the rumors about him being a furry, and he did the the thing that uh, all of the. Uh, corporate managers and do and do and they're like hey are you are you racist and it's like no i've i how could i or sorry no they don't say i can't i wouldn't be racist they're like my my black friends love me <laughs> uh <laughs> where they they don't actually answer the question are you ra-? like he was asked uh like how do you feel about the uh the people talking about you being racist and he's like or not racist um a furry and he goes on to be like uh, well, I'd like to just point out that, you know, so much of animation is already anthropomorphized animals, and it's just <laughs> weird that it's got this negative connotation. I'm like, you're not, you're not answering the question. You're not saying you're not a furry. So, um, you know what? Take, take it however you'd like. And there's, there's nothing wrong necessarily with being a furry. Yeah, the, the furries fight Nazis better than most of us do. So, you know, it's go true. for the f- Go furries. That, that's all I got. That's a take. Yep. <laughs> that's all I got. Uh, they're, they're excellent Nazi fighters. I don't know. <laughs> Since releasing Dust, Dean made Never Stop Sneaking, 
a stealth game wherein you track down every U.S. president from history who have been kidnapped from their time periods, as well as an additional upcoming game seemingly still programmed in XNA, despite it not being a supported, actively developed service since its discontinuation in 2013. Archimedes can't think of anyone else that would be that stupid. Yeah, man, that'd be real dumb to still be using XNA uh, eight years later. Are you saying that you're using XNA for a game? What? No, I never. <laughs> that would didn't didn't you listen? How dumb it would be uh-huh. for someone to plan on using yeah. XNA here in 2021. You're totally using XNA right now for man, something. Only only stupid people would have multiple versions of XNA <laughs> downloaded on their computer actively in development. Yeah. No, that would be John's dumb. saying that he's a stupid idiot. <laughs> uh, no, no, you're not listening to me. Um, as far as never stop sneaking goes, uh, I feel like you shouldn't rescue the kidnapped presidents. Most of them are bad. Most <laughs> most U.S. presidents are bad. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, yeah, like I might go and rescue Jimmy Carter. But not not even because he was president, but because of all the stuff he did after he was president. Um, yeah. And you know what? FDR did some bad shit, but he did a lot of good shit. Too. I'll rescue FDR also. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I think those are the two that I would... I would do. I, I, I think those are the only two. Uh, okay. W- what about you? You got any uh, presidents you think are worth saving from being kidnapped uh honestly the i mean you're right they're all bad but like everyone's bad so i probably would go back and rescue all of them at least up until some more modern eras maybe the last hundred years or so maybe last 50 years see i disagree I feel like we've had some some pretty bad stinkers in the last 50 i would go back and find see, where they took um andrew jackson just so i could kill him myself okay but that's that's not that's that's here's here's the thing andrew jackson fucked up man fucked up shit a uh, literal but, genocider yes literal genocider 300,000 other people willing to take his spot. Uh, I don't know that anybody so else like, could have, though. No, they... Absolutely. Absolutely. Every other person that would have been put in that position would have done the same thing because they were all shitty. No, but he had, like, personal history with Native Americans that made him really want to, uh... do some shit to them. Like, I don't know that anybody else would have had that uh, the same thought process he did and followed through with it. Uh, and also I mean, and also been able to uh, rile it, the masses up to, to demand to be able to vote. Because before him, only wealthy landowners could vote. And uh, once he once he started running, um, he made he, he got it. So where um, like any white person, any white man could vote. I mean, so that's a positive. It is a positive. But also, if he hadn't done that so early, maybe we wouldn't have had him. (laughs) Or maybe if somebody had done it earlier, uh, maybe we wouldn't have had him. It, 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 I'm, I'm not willing to mess with history, (laughs) especially not that far back. Um, like, I agree, shitty person, but, uh, 
you, you just don't know the fallout. Yeah. And also, everyone was shitty back then, so it the the Trail of Tears would still have I happened. mean, not it everybody was, was shitty. There I were mean, good people. I mean, there there are... It is weird to say this. Worse things could have happened than the Trail of Tears. And that they could have just gone in there and just straight murdered all of them. Yeah, I mean, we could have had Harry Truman dropping bombs in Japan. Yeah, I mean, the the there there are potentially worse things than a horrible event that should never have happened. Yeah. So, I don't know. You were saying um, 50 years. Yeah. How far back does that take us? Does that take a that takes us to Nixon? Yeah, I mean, Nixon Nixon would probably be um Nixon can fuck right out. off. Yeah. Um, let's see. Last 50 years of presidents. So, like, 50 years ago is 1970. Yeah. Yeah, that's, like, the middle I mean, of Nixon's yeah, that, first that, term, I think. That, that that hits Nixon and Reagan. Well, Reagan and destroyed Bushes. society so bad. Get rid of Reagan. Yeah, that's 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 mainly who I was thinking of was <laughs> Reagan. Um, the the Nixon's a bonus. Um, yeah, Nixon and Reagan and Bushes. Yeah, the two um, Bushes. Hey, did you know that uh, America doesn't have political dynasties and in no way has any form of a monarchy? That's why we've had two presidents with the name Bush in the last 30 years. And another one trying. Right. <laughs> never going to make it. Never. There's zero chance. Jeb has no chance. Jeb! I just, I just love all of the signs that just say, Jeb! Exclamation point. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, it, it's very notable that it doesn't have Bush on those signs. You know? Yeah. Almost uh-huh. as if he's trying to pretend he's not a bush. Zero chance. Right. Zero chance of him succeeding. Um, alright. Uh, that's it. That, that was it. Hey everyone, we want to cut in and remind you that next week is the next book club week! It is! Woo! Air horn, air horn, air horn! And nobody guessed what the book was. Part of that was possibly because... Oh, well, I'm giving um, them until Monday to, uh, to... Or not Monday, Wednesday uh, when the episode comes out. Uh, Okay. Well, as of this recording, uh, nobody has guessed it. uh, But that's because nobody follows us on Instagram. also did post it late. And nobody follows us on Instagram. Right. Yeah. Uh, but next week, get it soon. We're going to be reading book two of Reborn as a Vending Machine. I now wander the dungeon. Woo! It's it's really We've good. We've both already Spoilers. read it. It's really good. <laughs> um yeah. So uh don't forget, if you want to follow along, do the thing. Yeah. Or don't. YOLO. Uh, and then we got our All we right. got our thing of the week, um, which hopefully John can talk about a little bit more than I can because I don't play games like this. Uh, 
but uh, this, you know, in continuation of this month's theme, um, which we skipped last week, but, you know, whatever. Uh, we're talking about character progression, and specifically this week we're talking about how some games don't have one. Yep. yep. Uh, there, are, there are some games out there that give you a set of skills right at the start, and that's what you have to work with for the entire game. Um, mm-hmm. and the game gets Provide progressively harder Go. as you have to figure out what to do with it. Yep. Uh, so I mean the Provide me an example now. <laughs> Go. Um, I mean, ghouls and goblins. Yeah, that that was that was the main also, game. That's the one game I can kind of speak to because I have played it before. Um, I mean, Castlevania, the old ones. Oh, uh, you know, I have I played mean, some of them. Technically, you can get a better whip, but it also just goes away. Yeah, it's just it's just kind of a hit or when you die. It's yeah, I mean, it's it's barely an upgrade. Yeah. Uh, and also with like some of them, like uh, the best Castlevania game that ever exists, uh, Legends. <laughs> uh, you can just play in easy mode where that's just your whip, and you don't get upgrades because that's just your whip. Cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess you could say uh, games like Sonic or Spark. The electric jester. Oh uh, yeah, you know what? I guess you know, a lot of um, a lot of le- like a, those types of platformers kind of operate in that way, don't they? Yep. Where they they don't have an upgrade system. There's still a story. Yeah. Like your your character progresses, but there's no permanent change to how they operate right it's um what am i trying to say here it's obnoxious and Uh, i hate it (laughs) (laughs) uh another example i would say is um on on like point and click adventure sorts of games um that that have like a a continuing storyline. So like I guess the best version of this is uh The Secret of Monkey Island. Uh-huh. Um where you you do play through a story and there are skills but your character doesn't gain any of them. Uh if you want to progress, you have to gain them. So these are things like uh there's there's um combat in The Secret of Monkey Island and in order to perform better in the combat you have to remember the correct response to give to a um a jibe at you and if you respond poorly then you lose ground and if you respond correctly then you gain ground um but there's it doesn't like highlight which one to do and it's like there's four options which one is it (laughs) And they can be for multiple things, so you can't just re- remember. Yeah. Um, I'd say that uh, most shooters with a campaign don't have any form of character progression. Okay, yeah. 
You're def you're definitely playing a character. You're definitely playing a storyline, um, progressing through the story. But you, at no point do your abilities change. Yeah, I mean, um, I mentioned Uncharted earlier. Um, like, as you play through Uncharted, you just kind of climb up shit and you grab whatever guns are around you. You don't ever get like a permanent yeah. gun upgrade. You don't ever get like a permanent ability to grab yeah. a ledge better. <laughs> Yeah, and and there are games like that that are are different, like uh, the bad Assassin's Creed games, which are all of them, uh, in which you you do gain abilities as you progress through. You you gain your um, your long sword or your your little sneaky daggers or throwing weapons and uh -huh. stuff as you go. And those aren't just immediate little grabs; they're things that you unlock and then are able to. Do. Yeah, and they've had those since the first um, one. That's that is character correct, progression. Yeah. That that is, and it's shitty, and it's a shitty game. They're they're shitty. Um, but you know that's that's different from in like Halo. Again, you're not going to your your battle rifle that you pick up off the ground is not an upgrade. It's just different. Uh, and it once it runs out, you throw it away. You grab another one. Um, Whatever's around, you grab yeah, that. You're, yeah, Master Chief at no point gains uh, a double jump ability or <laughs> like there's there's no permanent upgrades to to the Master Chief. Um, right. You just go. So um, how do you like these kinds of games? <laughs> honestly, I, I think they're lots of fun. Um, you it it takes less. I, I guess it's it's easier to get lost in them versus another game that'll pull you out by having to assign stat points and stuff. Cause you're just you're just playing. Like at no point do I as a person have to take time away from my my day to decide how I'm going to allocate my newly gained stat points. Um it makes more sense to just be Nathan Drake and play through the game yeah um i can see that i don't i, I just and and games that are are like the nathan drake games um very uh well designed and and like 3d and masterfully made like you know beautiful realistic like that uh often don't do that correctly like the um uh tomb raider games new tomb raider games are fantastic games but uh they they do have a stat system or or you know a system for you to keep checking things in your inventory over and over and over yeah again. i mean they have the obligatory crafting system uh yeah and it pulls you out of it every single time um, in a game that, that really feels like it should just be a, a seamless, realistic game. Um. Yeah. I can see that. I don't know. I, I always like the, uh, I mean, not the obligatory crafting bullshit. That's like the worst thing in any game ever. I don't know why they keep putting it in. Um, <laughs> that's a topic for another episode. Cause people like that's it. That's a topic for another episode. But uh, I, I like upgrades. Um, like, I, I like feeling like I am stronger. 
um, and that like like I'm doing more damage or I'm able to traverse the world easier. I like finding stuff that lets me do that. So I always have a difficult time playing through these games um, where you're just kind of on your own with whatever skills the game hands you. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, like, like if I were, like, I have played through um, the first Uncharted, and it's a pretty easy playthrough. Like, it, it's fun enough. It's, um, it can be challenging at times, but at no point do I ever feel like I don't. Know, I, I guess I just don't feel that immersion you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Um well, you know, not every game is for everyone. And that's that's definitely for sure. Yeah. Um uh I had the thing and I don't remember it. <laughs> Was it about Tomb Raider? No. No. Oh. Fuck. It's, it's lost. Yeah. Yep. But uh, what what about those games like a Sonic or or Ghouls and Goblins, yeah, you know, those older ones. Yeah, the the just adventure or or run and gun or <laughs> platformer games. Yeah, uh, they're usually lesser on the story. Yes. Um. Uh, you don't progress through a story. You. Uh, hit story markers at the end of each uh, level. And it's usually just like and Eggman's floating there and he, he runs off. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking more about what was the the good recent Sonic game? Forces? I say, no, I said the good one. I don't know that there's a good um, Sonic game. I remember people liked <laughs> Forces. No, they didn't. I thought people did. No, people I saw it. Dude. No, people did not like forces. People did not like forces. Forces was a trash Is it, game. Uh, generations. You put... I, I remember people like generations. M- Mania. Mania. Oh, people Sonic did like Mania. Sonic Mania. That was the most recent good Sonic game. I don't think it was um, made by Sonic Team. I think it was. I think they just like a an independent team of developers got like the license to Sonic. Wasn't that what happened? Cor- correct yeah and um, they just made like an old school sonic game better than sonic team ever made one <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and like old school sonic games there's no uh upgrade system or anything it's just play through the game and uh, correct but but there there is more of a story so at the end of each section there's like a little little bit of story that you get before it goes on to the next thing um so it's it does have more than than the old old games did okay um more than just Eggman floating there and then running off yeah yeah (laughs) uh Sonic Forces (laughs) You got a problem with Sonic Forces? You should not have a game where you could put your OC into it. That's that's bad. That's literally what every like CRPG is. 
Uh, <laughs> but it's your Sonic OC. <laughs> you, th- here, it, it's like doing that, but you're you're putting your your character in. But there's also like Cloud Strife and Tifa and the others there. You're you're inserting a character into a series that has existed and has dynamics and stuff. Um, it's got an average Metacritic of like fifty-seven, maybe fifty-eight. Uh, well, I don't trust Metacritic on anything. Fifty-six on PC, X to up to sixty-two on Xbox One. Uh, Famitsu was thirty-five. Destructoid five point five. Game Informer six point five. Polygon five. Nintendo Life six. You know, uh, uh, a, a topic for another episode. Also, is review aggregators and how they uh, destroy society. <laughs> uh, but uh, I don't know. I guess I didn't have much to talk about with this. Um. You know, th- these games just kind of exist, and... Yeah. I mean, I play them, and I like them. Um, aside from uh, a lot of uh, Sonic games. Like, I play some, and I like some, and but they ne- they never stick with me. Like, I don't think about Uncharted very often. That is fair. You know? Which is weird, considering it is one of... The PlayStation game. Yeah. But but um, it doesn't like nobody's sitting around like like man wanna play Uncharted again. Who who says that? <laughs> who says that? Nobody. Uh people once they see the uh next Uncharted is coming out. Um, I don't think a next Uncharted is ever coming out. I think they they ended it. N- no, no. But I mean, <laughs> once when they were, oh, they were. See, I don't believe that because I've been to Un- a used game I, store I post Uncharted Four, um, and PS4 racks were filled with used copies of Uncharted Four, just to the brim. Hmm. No, nobody kept Uncharted Four around. Nobody, nobody played Uncharted Four for long. They picked it up. They said, "Ah, that was Uncharted," and then they they sold it to make a buck. Yeah. Well, I mean, most of of uh, four was the last one, right? Yeah. You don't really need to keep it after the last one. <laughs> but I mean, um, fucking Last of Us, the first Last of Us. Also filled up used yeah. game shelves for a very long time. Oh, really? No, I know a lot of people that played the uh, the multiplayer for it. Do they play the multiplayer Last of Us? Yeah, no, I, I know a lot of people that genuinely loved Last of Us what multiplayer. <laughs> I didn't know it had a multiplayer. <laughs> well, now you know. <laughs> That's like... You know, you know what that's like? That's like how um, Be- Bethesda super um, advertised Doom's multiplayer, 20- 2016 Doom. Yeah. And then everybody's just like, oh, but the campaign's really good. Who gives a shit about the multiplayer? Nobody plays Doom's multiplayer. 
Nobody gives a shit about Doom's uh, multiplayer. <laughs> yeah, no. It's not not what it's known for. No. I didn't um, know anybody gave a shit about Last of Us as multiplayer. It's not what it's known for. Yeah, a, a lot of people playing it cuz it I mean it was it was a more tactical version. Like it's a goddamn Gears of War game. Fuck off. I I think it was more akin to the tactics you'd expect from like a um a siege. Um siege? I don't know siege. Yeah, uh Tom Clancy's Oh, Rainbow Six? Rainbow Six Siege? Rainbow Six Siege, yeah. I I couldn't remember which of the 37 Tom Clancy's games uh it I was. I mean, the only one so, anybody gives a shit I, about is Rainbow Six. I mean, Splinter Cell's such a big name though. I mean, it hasn't come out in two decades right. now but <laughs> uh, I, i'll be honest but such a big name for uh, games i'll be honest i didn't realize splinter cell was a tom clancy thing because i don't think it had tom clancy in front of it it does it's tom clancy's splinter oh, okay cell. yeah the last one was in 2013 yeah i i, I did not realize that was tom clancy yeah. Um, but uh, people used to like the division. What? Ghost Recon? No, no. Do you... nobody likes the yes. division or Ghost Recon? I I liked the division. Well, I never played the division, but I played the division too, and then it was scary when it was true. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, we were talking last year about playing games, and we're like, you know what? This year, don't want to play the division. Don't want to play the division because uh, it's a little too close to home. Is it? Is it? No, it's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rainbow Six, Ghost Recon, Splinter Cell, the division. I don't know what the fuck Hawks is. Or indoor, but the others are all big names. Well, like what? The, the ones I oh, mentioned. Oh, Ghost Recon. Yeah, nobody. Yeah. Uh, fucking Ghost Recon Wildlands came out and nobody noticed, and then Ghost Recon Breakpoint came out. Breakpoint. And everybody was like, "This is the most broken piece of shit in the universe." <laughs> wow, this is bad. Which am I? Uh, I'm thinking. Of the wrong thing, probably, because all of these games are the same. What's the game that takes place in like Oregon, and it's uh just a bunch of white nationalists, and you go in and fuck wasn't them that up? Far Cry Five? I think you're right. I think it's Far Cry, which is the exact same game as <laughs> uh, which uh, is is mostly because it's made by Ubisoft, which is a gross company that only makes the same. Yeah, game. They, every single Ubisoft game today is the same as every other Ubisoft game that comes out beside it. And pretty you much buy yeah. any of them, including the Assassin's Creed gross. nowadays. What's that? I'd say the only thing. Uh, even Assassin's Creed is just Far Cry is just yeah. like Assassin's uh, Creed has nothing differentiating it anymore except for the historical setting. Yeah, 
that's why um, I haven't played I the modern things about Assassin's, the new Creed Assassin's Creed games, Creed's. even before um, I even before they came out as a horrible, abusive company. Uh, I wasn't playing the new Assassin's yeah. Creed games because they're just fucking Far Cry. I don't like Far Cry. <laughs> Isn't the most recent Hitman made by Ubisoft? Was it? I don't know. I haven't played that either. H- Hitman's a good game. Hitman's just a really good Is game. Is Hitman by Ubisoft? I've... I thought I had heard something about it being... IO Interactive. Feral Interactive. Okay. Yeah, it's not It's not published by Ubisoft. Okay. Uh, well, this is the 2016 Hitman. Yeah, I mean, that's the, the one to okay, know. Okay, yeah, that's uh, IO and Feral. Okay. Yeah. I could have sworn that there was a an Ubisoft connection, but... I mean, maybe one of those is like a... No, I don't think so. No, I don't know. Oh, yep. well. <laughs> oh, well, move on. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the these types of games. Um, I, have, I have no problem with there not being character progression. Yeah. Uh, it just... Just make sure it's warranted. <laughs> it's it's probably really just the the play style like like yeah uh, i'm very into the kinds of games where the play style benefits from a character progression system yeah. yes we know you like final fantasy legend too <laughs> i love final fantasy legend too <laughs> Uh, all right, and that's our treatise on character progression. Yep. And, and calling back to the start of this episode, I'm going to have to edit this one, like, uh, pay attention to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Left some uh, some surprises in there for you to clean right. up. <laughs> Earlier, my, my dogs were barking outside and the microphone was picking it up i was like what the fuck <laughs> awesome yep. hey so uh what are you looking forward to for oh, next jesus. week we you ask this every <laughs> week and i never i never have a good answer you know last week my answer was think about beforehand do you know what i didn't play do you know what we didn't talk about this week <laughs> right you didn't because i didn't it. play i turned it on for like 20 minutes and then got distracted by something, turned it off, and never turned it back on again. <laughs> okay. Um, cool. What am I? What am I looking for? You know what? I am going to look up what kind of fish I can find around where I live, and I'm going to see if I can buy the uh, the stuff to go fishing around where I live. Oh, okay. yeah, that was that's one of the things I'm going to teach myself is like how to really fish, you know, like not okay. just throw a rod in the water, like like really pay attention to the kinds of fish around me. Go out, get a fishing license, go fishing. Um, I hate fishing. Also, I'm going to have a tooth pulled this week, <laughs> oh. which it, it, 
it's going to be a miserable experience doing that, but then afterwards I'm going to have a tooth that isn't potentially going to infect my fucking brain anymore. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. I hate fishing. <laughs> <laughs> I like fishing in video games. No, I, I don't even I don't even like fishing in video games. That my wife loves fishing in video games, but I like I, I just want to teach myself more like practical skills, and fishing is a good one to have. So, yeah, fishing's pretty good to have. It's top of my list of um, skills to teach myself. Survival skills. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, rearranging my entire life because uh, oh shit! In the next few in the next few weeks, I'm gonna be uh, putting in a closet, uh, which currently is just an open space that the builders of the house left for a closet, but there's like no closing or anything. It's just a weird extension of the room. Huh. <laughs> Yeah, when we came in, there were curtains, like a curtain rod set up to differentiate the closet from the rest of the room. But that's not a good uh, setup. No. That's not the way it should work. So, gotta gotta move a little wall and put in some doors and stuff. And unfortunately, it's in the storage room of the house. So... I've got to completely take down everything in that room Jesus. to move it to the other side of the room because it's oh, there's so many stuff, so many things. Uh, oh, you know what? But um, my my family recently got uh, approved for a uh, home renovation loan, uh, and, and we're looking at ways to completely change the house. So. That's going to be a thing right. in the coming months, probably. Is a like yeah, I, I might even have to like like be in an apartment somewhere while while people work on the house at some point. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I I don't want people to take this to mean that my family has money because we don't. Um, renovating the house <laughs> yeah, is just going alone. to put us into further debt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I get that. Uh, I mean, we're <laughs> there's there's so much I need to do to the house. This is just something I already had the um, the doors for the closet because my dad is a um, or used to be, I should say, a uh, contractor. Right. So, you know, when when he took somebody else's um, closet doors out of their house, he was like, "All right, you want these? <laughs> sure." <laughs> So, uh, I've had those for a while. I actually need to paint them. Um, uh, but, you know, I already have the doors and stuff, and it'll just be a little bit of framing. I've already got drywall from patching up holes in the house when we moved in. Uh, so, trying to keep the wood cost as low as possible, because wood is expensive. Yeah, it is. Right now. It's not a great time to remodel. No, it's not a good time for anything, really. <laughs> Correct. It, it is just a bad time across yeah. the board. Lots of supply chain All issues. All right, well. Yeah. yeah. 
Thanks everyone for listening. I appreciate you for coming by. Please, if you liked it, leave a message or a comment or send us an email or hit us up on coffee, which you can find on the website down below. There's, there's yeah, there's a whole stuff. bunch of links in our uh, description. Go look at those and click on them, maybe. Yeah. Hit up us on socials if you want to see more of us. Uh, my Twitter's there. I don't tweet anything. No, he doesn't. I, the amount I do is I go on each week and I look at what other people are saying. And then maybe if I happen to be on the same day that Wombat tweets out this episode, I retweet it. And that's about yep. it. So if you want to follow me, uh, I won't fill up your feed. Right. It, it'll just be there. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's a positive. But if you follow me, I do occasionally actually tweet a thing. Pretty often. I don't I, I don't tweet that often. I, I'm not a... I'm more of a lurker than a tweeter. But uh, I do tweet sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes. Bye, everyone. Thanks. Uh, Who do we share this with, John? Oh, shit. You're going to fuck me with the call to action? Yeah. You Um, didn't do the call to action. We always do the call to action. Come on. Well, I think we've missed it a couple times. I don't think we have. You're right. We we need to do it. Um, Hey, share this with someone who's a furry. Bye.